Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to hide the kids and pop the top on a cold one. Coming to you from the Riverbank studio in Nitro, West Virginia, please welcome the inebriated cast of Section 304. Welcome to Section 304 Podcast, where we're drinking beers and talking ears. And uh, so Saturday, Virginia Tech, renewed rivalry. Tech comes into Morgantown at nooner. Blue Lot was bumping. Before, I mean, the atmosphere was nice. Now, Blue Blue Lot's a little different than what I'm used to with the situation of collegiate kids now pooling their fucking cash to get Blue Lot passes and playing techno music and all that bullshit. I'm not a. I'm not a big, big fan of that. I'm not a big proponent of the techno music every third aisle over. And well, they played the same song over and over too. Well, their phones don't play anything that's not downloaded, so you can't do anything with it. They didn't know who the fuck DMX was. Yeah, that was surprising. Not good. Stole, yeah, and I mean they, they got to do some, better. Stole it's some moonshine off Diddy and terrible uh, music. Oh, they would have played it, but the phones wouldn't load. But. It's terrible music. Blue Lot was bumping, though. We got there a little after uh, 7.45-ish. It was packed up. Uh, stadium was fucking rocking. Gentlemen. I really, I really wish they would have set it for a 3.30, but, uh, you know. The Black Diamond Trophy it's is home. home. It's where it belongs. So They let Nestor pick it up first. That it was, was nice. I like that. That was nice. Uh, I saw another picture that I didn't I didn't care for as one gentleman had his hands all over it that about cost us that trophy. So I feel that he should have been the last to hold that thing. And I saw Dante Stills walking off the field with it, so I felt pretty good about that. I'm all right with He's that. He's worthy. Zoe Dye had himself a day, didn't he? Fucking yeah. guy had ten tackles, ten total tackles, led the team in tackles. He had a hell of a first drive. He was all over the place. It was like he was shot out of a rocket. I loved it. I mean, he he's I a mean, monster. He he, looking like his looking like his cousin Jamal against VT. He was just missing the one fucking knockout shot to a tight end across the middle, and he would have been a a mirror game of what uh, Jamal did against those guys when he played. But um, I tell you what, it looked to me like we wanted that game a lot more than they did. I think especially so. early on it, and you read all week about how our coaching staff made a point of emphasizing how big this rivalry is and how important it is to West Virginia fans to beat them. Well, Brown, I mean, Brown said that, I mean, Castile being an analyst, he had Castile teaching this coaching staff about this rivalry and, and what this rivalry meant to not just the state, but, you know, to the university, to the team, the, the history back behind it. And, and I think that's one thing, you know, Brown got asked a question during his press conference and, he looked. He he told the media guy. He said, "I 
I can't answer that. He said, talk to me Saturday. He said, I'm not, I've never been part of this rivalry. He said, I'm learning this rivalry. I can't answer that. He said, but I can after Saturday. But it, it looked like the emphasis. I mean, you watched our players' body language warming up. You watch, you know, Tech came out, and they, of course, they got on flying WV, and a couple of them were stomping on the WV and kind of grinding their feet. And a die at one point kind of looked and then just kind of turned his head like, you know, they, they didn't – they didn't let that factor, fact, you know, get them riled up, and uh, we we've been critical of the line. We won the line of scrimmage on both sides of the but ball. Yesterday. Absolutely, you're a hundred percent correct. I back to the atmosphere though. I can't remember a game since we've been in the Big Twelve like that. The last oh, one I remember, Hollywood is, Brown. Yeah, when Hollywood Brown was there. When Hollywood Brown was. Oklahoma that Oklahoma night game, pandemonium, snow. Oh, the the game where Baker Mayfield. What do you throw? Three that touchdowns was, in the uh, first. Kenny 10 Stills caught a ball. That's Kenny Stills and Hollywood Brown weren't on the same team. Mm-mm. Both Oklahoma night games have been much crazier than that. As far as, no way. I think. Oh, I, I think so. I think absolutely, absolutely, no way. Yeah, I think you're out of your goddamn mind. The fucking Baker Mayfield game came down to the last series. Hollywood Brown. No, we were that in the was game. Kyler Murray, bro. That was not Baker Mayfield. That was Kyler. Kenny Stills did not play with Kyler Murray. No, but Hollywood. We're crossing did. up 2016 and 2018. 2016 was the snow game where we got fucking embarrassed in the first probably 12 minutes of the game. It was was that, over. Was that the game that Tavon had 400, 500 yards? No, in K State. No, that was 2012. But anyway, in my opinion. That place has not been that turn up in a long time because I don't think our fans give a shit about or anybody in the you Big could Twelve. Go look at the LSU game. When LSU that's that's when I'm thinking LSU. That's what I was going to say. Oklahoma when when Stills caught that ball to beat us at the end of the game. That fucking that place was rocking just as loud. Um, when when Stills caught that ball to beat us, I swear it was Baker Mayfield. I could be wrong. It might have been. Fi- I, I should know it's Kenny Stills that caught the ball coming across the middle of the end zone on like a drag, mm-hmm. and it was bullshit. And I said, anybody in the fucking world, anybody on that roster can beat us except for that skunk patch motherfucker. And sure enough, he's the one that came across the middle and caught it and beat us. But it was bumping. But you're probably, I mean, that game yesterday was up there. Very loud. I think it took Tech out in the first half. Uh, And and you wouldn't talk about Zoe Dye. I mean, how about about Bartlett? Bartlett had a day. Bartlett had him. I mean. Bartlett had a day. He, he, we got after um, whatever their Braxton Brewmeister, yeah, Brewmeister, beer man, Budweiser, whatever the hell his name is. We laid some shots on him too. He got up a couple times. He got up pretty slowly, especially in the second half. Yeah. The second half, he it they were taking a toll. But that's what Bartlett you got to do. had five tackles, three solo, and all three solos were for loss. They were sacks, right? And, uh, I yeah. thought so. Yeah. yeah, three sacks. All three sacks. Yep, three solo, three. I sacks. thought our defensive line was incredible. Getting held like crazy. Get, I, yeah, I thought I saw some holds. I uh, mean, the one that was the, an ACC crew, wasn't it? Probably. Stills had one tackle. He played good though. He was all over the place. There's a couple times. I mean, he forced, he forced those three sacks. I can tell you that. Yeah, he they because he would he pushed Brewmeister back in a couple times and and Bartlett. there was no pocket to step up into. No. Mesador had a good game. Of course, his jersey's ripped after the game, but I don't think he got a holding call. So, whatever. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to complain about the referee. No. I'll, 
the officiating about the refs when you score three points in the second half. Right. At the end of the day, a win's a win. It, it and it's it's the tale of two halves. We came out on fire first half. Second half, we came out and played not to lose the game. That fucking hole that Letty had on that second play from scrimmage, I think any of us could have ran through that and got you at least 12. Man, that was I mean, beautiful. that was a fucking big. You could have put a Mack truck through that thing. That opened up. I mean, it was just it was really something to see. Now, if he turned on the Jets, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. Well, he wanted that one. I mean, yeah. shit, that's, that one run equals just about his uh, entire first two games uh, as far as yardage goes. But he he had a he had a solid game and uh, shit looked good with him. He ended up with over a hundred yards that game. I think you sent the stat out today. That's his eighth one hundred yard rushing game as a Mountaineer. Yeah, that's uh, that's very very solid. Um, again, the only thing that I, I come out of that looking suspect at is uh, the same the thing that play. the same thing that we've all been looking at it. It's quarterback play. Look, let's I mean let's just go ahead and talk about it. It it doesn't matter. They've they've got no timeouts left. They've got no timeouts left. You run the ball, keep the clock going, punt it, and say you know tell your defense, you know, stop them. You don't. I mean, one, I don't know why you throw the pass there and then punt to them. He said that we had run that play with some success during the game, which is true. But eventually. Uh, you guys all played football. You're going to start looking out for stuff, and and they saw it. Oh yeah. Well, it was a it was a horrible play call, but it was an equally bad throw. The oh, guy who intercepted the pass was behind him. But yeah, he was he was probably two steps behind the receiver. Yeah, and he was getting if, blocked. <laughs> even if, even if the receiver's paying attention and ear holds him, but he wasn't even looking for the ball. And the clock stops. And I don't understand. No one in. The, I tell you what, though, Bryce Ford Wheaton he leveled that guy and saved a touchdown. Yeah, because he was he was loose. That was a hell of a hustle play by him. I I just don't, man. If you look on the sidelines, the dude is just always by himself. I think there comes a point in time where these guys are putting all this work in, and he's, I mean. His play making and his decision making is just—it's not good, and he's kind of throwing your hard work away. Well, I mean, and and you can only defend that so many times. Well, let me ask you a question: Why is Garrett Green not playing? What's the reasoning behind that? What what ha, what's the nobody offici- nobody hold on knows. hold on what's the official line? What have they said that is they're worried about him taking care of the ball? Right. Well, fucking Daggy doesn't take care of the ball. He's got what. Three interceptions. I think we have eight turnovers, and six of them go to him. I think so. I think it's eight eight turnovers total. It's either three picks, three fumbles, or four picks, three two fumbles. Now but six of the eight go to him. When you talk about like Letty's fumble, one Letty got rocked. Perfect, you know, helmet on ball. But it happens. But Letty hits the ground and is immediately jumping, going for you know, not. I didn't see Daggy chasing down the kid no. that picked no. the ball. But, you know, and, and Crum, I mean. what? Look, at the end of the day, what's going to happen is you're going to keep playing him. And what happened to Howard is going to happen to him. Fans are going to turn on him. He's going to start hearing boo birds. It's not going to be good. It's going to kill his confidence even more. But at some point, 
people are traveling up there and paying their money and spending their days to do it. And if there's a guy behind him, four carries for 28 yards, he's doing something when he gets in there. He's showing you something different. It's not our fault you're not letting him throw the fucking ball. And the one throw you gave him, it was a bad snap where he had an issue and he threw it out of bounds into the fucking stands. He's 0 for 1 throwing the ball yesterday. At some point, you you can't just trot him out and, and let him let everyone know he's going to run the ball. Here's You have to let him throw it. Here's why you play him. In the last five games against Power 5 teams, we have scored one touchdown in the second half. We can't score 30 points. I was looking at my dad the whole game. I said, 27 ain't going to win it. We have to get to 30. We have to get to 30. I'm, we got lucky. Let's be real. I mean, they had the ball. They had four shots from what, the five? Yeah. They and were they- in our red zone, I think, five times. Or they ran 11 plays in the red zone. Or so, I Something think it, like I that. think it was like eleven plays in our red zone and came away with no points. But here's what irks me the most, and I'm going to try not to go nuts here. But the defense put the offense in position not only to win, to blow them the fuck out. If you right. get the they got enough three and outs in the when we had a what seventeen point lead and then yeah. it ballooned to twenty. All we got to do is score one more touchdown. And it's over. They're done. We get a hell of a blowout win, and they couldn't—they couldn't do anything. If Can't get, do shit. If you get the touchdown right before half, when we get down, Letty takes it to the two, and we get uh, first and goal from the two, and he doesn't touch the ball at all. If you punch that in, even the Three crowd, passes. even the Three crowd passes. is chanting Letty, Letty, Letty. Now, <laughs> in Browns, Browns defensive, that was. One of the plays was a run play, bad snap, fumbled snap. He throws it away. That's when he threw the fade route. Well, that's your that's your second down, I believe, is when the fade route came in. Right. No, Letty. the fade was on first. Yeah, first. Okay, the bad well, he snap was a bad snap. He says yeah. that was supposed to be the run play. And then the next two, they, they call passes. It's amazing to me that you have a back as good as he is and you think he can't get you two yards. Hell, put Which a fullback in. He was getting two well, yards. There, isn't he? he was getting Put, two plus yeah, yards. He was, getting, he was getting two plus yards on his own anyway. Yeah, we were winning the the line of scrimmage. I mean, that's the kind of shit though. Like that's that's the kind of, like when the crowd is chanting "Letty, Letty, Letty." Oh man, it's I forgot about that. It's well, it's just it's mind blowing to me that you have to settle for a field goal right there when you have that that man in your backfield who is a bad motherfucker, and he, you know he's getting him two yards. Even if you give him three cracks just going up the middle, he's getting it on the third. I'd even run it on the fourth. I'd run, At that point, I would run it on the fourth. But, you know, it comes down to, and, and I think it's going to be something that we harp on until something starts changing, which something that needs to change is letting Garrett throw the ball and, and see more than one throw. But when you look at the numbers, okay, Deggy on the deep ball, 42.2%. Oh, is that that pro football yeah. thing? Yeah. Medium throws, 61.9%. Short passes, 42.2%. With play action, 53.3%. No play action, 33%. Uh, when he was kept clean, 502 When he uh, was under pressure, 287 In other under- words... He didn't have a very good day. No, actually, they said that he grades out at a 36.3%. 
which was the worst for a single game at WVU and the second worst since he started playing college ball. I, I just I don't understand what they're trying to do with him. I mean, we know what he is. He's very limited. And in the beginning of that game, he had a couple really nice throws. They were just letting him dink and dunk a little bit. Letty was running the shit out of it. Well, he should have had a touchdown first play of the game. Yeah, yeah. Boy yeah. throws were really nice. The one the, to James the one across to Ford the Wheaton. middle of the fucking – Ford Wheaton was nice. He had a throw to across the The one to field. Ford Wheaton. Ford Wheaton came back. He yeah. stopped. Well, so, I mean, I mean, it's completed, but it's not a nice throw. So, let's – well, we're about one for twenty-seven on D ball. Okay, so but we'll, don't we'll don't if you're going to credit him with a nice throw. The only nah, nice throw he too. had was the throw to Sam James. It took about oh, that, that much effort, and James did the rest across the middle. Right. Look, dude, it gets kind of old beating a dead horse, but the guy's not good. He's not a very good quarterback. He's a game manager. He's not going to do anything over the top. He's not going to blow you away with any of his skills. At this point, I think most people would rather. Take the ups and downs with Garrett Green that he's going to give you because he gives you an extra gear in your arsenal with being able to move and be mobile. No one's seen him throw the ball. If nothing else against Oklahoma, put the kid in and let him throw the fucking ball. Well, you're going to have to now because now going into Oklahoma after Tech, Oklahoma's got all this running. You know, now Long Island State, now or Long Island State, now Virginia Tech. He's thrown one pass between his two appearances. So the only thing that's going to be looked at now when he gets in the game is they're going to run. One thing that, you know, they haven't really done is, you know, an RPO or that zone read, which there was four, five, ten times yesterday that had Deggie kept the ball, he'd still be running. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I've seen him run the ball. But I'm just saying I'm just saying it got to the point that they knew it wasn't a threat and they were just collapsing down on Letty. If he just keep you know, he, if he let's, would just keep the ball a couple times, but honest, it's not happening. Green doesn't suffer a lack of confidence. No. No. And I like And it, it does not appear that he has any trouble controlling the huddle or getting those guys to play for him. No. And at this point I just don't see any reason to stay with someone who has basically cost you the Maryland game, about cost you the fucking Tech game, and against Long Island, I could have played quarterback and we would have won that game. Well, well, the reasoning for him being in is he's experienced, he knows what he's doing, and that's great, but he turns the ball over. He can't play. when you. I, well. I'm sorry. If he could just go in there – Dink and dunk a little bit, and we ran the ball. I might be able to live with it, but he turns the ball over excessively. That's why he got yanked from the Liberty Bowl. I, I mean, I, I'll just go ahead and say it. Hello, two quarterback, se- uh, two quarterback system for the rest of the season. No, no, can't do it. But I'm telling you, that's can't what Brown it. will do. Well, he, figure it I'm out. I'm telling you, you I, I agree. You can't, you can't do I that. agree. You can't do it. But I'm telling that's you, that's what he's going to do. That's high school shit. You can't do that. Everybody knows what's coming when you send the other one in. You can't do a two-quarterback system. This guy's leash, is, leash has got to be super short. If he fucks up Saturday night in primetime, you pull him right away. You give this guy a shot. He's earned it. He's earned it. I and don't that, doubt And I, I, don't, I don't care. You know, everybody says, well, apparently he can't throw the ball. He's not throwing the ball. How the fuck do you know? You sitting in practice? Just go. Are we sitting in practice? Have any of us seen him throw the ball? No. no. You ain't seen him cut loose yet. You know what I did see him throw the ball? 
the spring game when he hit Caden Prather in fucking stride down the sideline. It was the only big play of the spring game. And say what you want, spring game's a spring game. But if you're going to put all that into practice, spring game's practice. Yeah. Well, and and Daggy supposedly the still game, improved. Where's the improvement? You want to talk about the spring game? There was He was running with twos and threes in the spring game. I would have liked to seen him go up, go in with some ones, and see see what's going on with some of those balls. I I just don't see how you can play a guy who turns the ball over as much as Daggy does. I don't. You can't. I don't. I don't understand. You can't. And if you you're can't, gonna, if especially you're gonna, when it comes down to almost hey, losing the game, if he loses that VT game, Brown's on the hot seat. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> the fan base is done with him now. I know he's going to get a couple more years because he got an extension. But you lose that game the way. We would have lost it. When it should have been over. a blowout win. I mean, let's yeah. let's call it what it is. Oh hell yeah! They it were, should have been a blowout win. They were done, and we let them back in the game. Now, third, as great as the defense played, third and twenty-five. Oh, third and twenty-four, that. then third and like eighteen, they scored that a touchdown third, on that. Shit's unacceptable. The tackling on that stuff was pathetic. That third and twenty-four, I thought we had one guy missing. I rewatched the highlights. Oh my god, Cow was sitting. I, I couldn't. I didn't get an a necessary good look at it, but I watched the highlight today. There's three guys who missed him. Cowan might have got his ankles broke uh, by mean, Braxton Budweiser. <laughs> he threw a little head and shoulder to his left and then cut back right, oh, and we man. had three guys bite that left. Yeah, I've got to clean that up, but overall the defense played pretty damn good. Pretty good. Uh, the pass, I think we had six sacks. I just got to wonder. Incredible. I, I just got to wonder if this, and, and I know it shouldn't, and I know it really can't play into factor, but you see what Nico did the other night coming back and beating you Bishop Gordon. He threw up on the ball? Yeah. He did what? He threw up on the ball, final play. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, he was dehydrated real bad. He fucking, he, he takes the snap, he's turning the ball to, to laces in his hand, and he fucking throws and, up. Out his helmet and then throws a I game winner. That big ball shit. That is big ball shit. You know, and and Daggy would have threw up and then fell to the fetal and been <laughs> thrown it off the field. Throwing an interception. Yeah, I watched a little bit of that game and I I thought it would be a blowout because Bishop Gorman's a powerhouse. Yeah. Hey, did you know? Uh, you know who came from there, right? Bishop Gorman. Mm-hmm. Tate yeah. Martell. Oh. <laughs> who's yeah. what? What? Who's he playing for? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But he's he was he was Diddy's favorite. Guy on uh, uh, QB one, Tate Martell. He was in there with the same group with Rattler, I think. Yeah, he was. He's a real asshole. He's a prick. He's Dad's a joke. kind of a prick too. Yeah, sister but was hot. Sister was hot. Smoke show probably be doing porn soon enough. But I um, she's probably got a good uh, yeah, OnlyFans. I'd be all right with that. I'd subscribe. Look that up. Let us yeah. know. But I mean, you you got to wonder, and like I said, it shouldn't. But you got to wonder if if that plays into factor, you know, with conversations that he had with Nico to get him to commit. Like, look at our quarterback room, man. (laughs) It's Um, not going to be that hard for you to come in and win the job. Right. And, again, like I said, it should not be a factor. That that should not – you know, you've got to win for today. You've got to play today's games. But – Who gives you the best chance to win, though? Garrett Green. (laughs) I I, I, I I don't know that either. I don't know that yeah, either is any I, better than the other. I, if and if you're going to give me a fifty fifty toss, I'm going to take the guy who's young, athletic, and looks to appear 
to be improving somewhat. I've watched this guy remain the same yes. fucking quarterback every game he's played. I'm Absolutely. tired of seeing it. There's no improvement. The ceiling's been hit, at least with the youngster. You see improvement each game. You see him improve a little bit more. And as the improvement comes, his confidence will build, and then you get a quarterback. Like I said last time, the big problem is three years in, and we're still fucking around with some transfer quarterback who's no better than, than anything that we looked at under Dana. Dana got lucky with Greer. Dana didn't recruit shit. Dana Dana left the cover bare. That excuse is over now. He's been here three years. Green's been on campus for two years. He should be able to grasp your offense, and you should have supreme confidence in him to do it or have him move along. But Jarrett Daigie is not the answer. Thank you for your service, sir. Thank you for coming to West Virginia. You're always welcome back. That being said, I don't want to look at you under center anymore because I knew Saturday. I looked at Cooper in my row, and I said, we are going to throw the fucking ball, and he's going to throw a pick, and Virginia Tech is going to be in position to win this thing. He said, there's no way we throw the ball. We drop back. We throw the ball. Throws it directly to a fucking Vitek defender. Thank God the defense bowed up, stayed strong, kept him out of the end zone, and we got the win. Because if you lose that game, like you guys said, you lose that game, 60,000 motherfucking people are going to be booing that kid. There's already about 32,000 probably booing him in their mind if they haven't let it ring out yet. You keep trotting that guy out, and he keeps making bad plays worse. There's going to be a lot of boo birds, and that's going to crush that guy's confidence and his his whole demeanor coming on that field. It's going to be a Skylar Howard type deal. Well, it, and, and it, it comes on. down to that call, that yeah. play call should have never come in. That's that's where I was going. It's not all on Deggy. It's the the play calling is terrible. What I I have no idea what we were doing in the second half. We would run the clock, I the told play you clock we down. Doing. Yeah. Well, no, I mean we were playing not to lose, right? And when you play not to lose, yeah. you lose the game, <coughs> i.e., hello, look what happened at Marshall last night. So I don't really look at Marshall very much. But I'm just saying they, <laughs> they blew a 17-point lead. No, we, I agree with you, man. I mean, totally you come out and try to just burn clock and not win. No, if you could hang up 100 yesterday, you hang 100. Especially on VT. It's a rivalry game. Yeah. You want to understand this rivalry? You pad that – I mean, you hammer that, hammer that end zone. Mm-hmm. There's no question. There should be no question that we're coming out with the same calls that we ran the first half and trying to score every time we got the ball. I mean, I don't know why. Why pre-snap we run the clock down? We barely get the damn snap off. Did you all notice that? Yeah. I mean, we stand over the ball. Yeah. I, I hate to bring up Rich Rod and Dana, but their offense has moved and they got in a rhythm. And they, they would get rolling, and there was nothing you could do. Rich, the best football coach we've ever had in Morgantown. I don't give a fuck what you say. Throw Don Neelan at me all you want. I'm going to tell you right now, Rich Rodriguez is the best football coach that's ever been in Morgantown. Don Neelan can have all his wins and all that. Rich Rodriguez was an innovator, bought an offense up there, and did special, special things in Morgantown. Rich, the best coach we've ever had. I'd take Rich back tomorrow. I think, I, I think that ship sailed. Well, I mean, I think I don't, so too. I don't, give I, I don't disagree. He changed everything, though. You're you're exactly right. He Rich put Morgantown on the map. No, he didn't. Rich more of a powerhouse in Morgantown than Donnie Football was. Donnie Football actually played for a ship, though. Rich couldn't get that shit done. 
and you got to factor in what WVU you was. You can't bring up that game you said last I week know. that well, we're not – We're not going to do that, but the program that Rich inherited versus Don Nealon, it, it's not even close, buddy. Not even close. Two different eras of football, though. Rich Rodriguez is yeah. the best coach ever been in Morgantown. Maybe. I don't know. It's a good It's a good debate. Let, let's be honest. Rat Rogers. Rat Rogers yeah. had a really good <laughs> winning percentage early on. <laughs> Kind of got away from him, though. He he had two stints as the head coach of West Virginia. Well, let's take a break. We'll come back and then talk upcoming game with Oklahoma, find out who got our beer of the week, and see what other BS we can throw out here. Oklahoma doesn't look very good this year either. We'll be right back after this word, 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 word. Son of a bitch! When your heating and cooling system needs service, turn to Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been delivering quality service in West Virginia since 1980. No matter the make or model, Francisco Heating and Cooling can make sure your unit is back in service in no time. And their work is guaranteed. Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning is fully licensed and insured and is a certified train dealer. And remember, it's hard to stop a train. Find them on Facebook or call 304-542-1895. Catch the Mountaineers in comfort with Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. Broke as hell, but it's good to see the grass got greener. My mama called to say she's praying for me. And Jesus called, but I wasn't there. He left a message on my answering machine. Just tell me how much he Welcome back in the Section 304 podcast where we were talking more tailgate fights and stadium fights than anything else while we were taking that break. But uh, around the Big 12, Crum, you got the scores from, uh, it sounded like the Big 12 had a pretty good game, a pretty good day Saturday. Yeah, Oklahoma beat Nebraska by a touchdown. A little disappointing there. Kansas State beat Nevada by three touchdowns. Skyler Thompson, I believe, did not play. Hmm. It was like a pick em spread, basically. Baylor rolled Kansas, Texas Tech beat FIU, Tejas beat Rice, the Pokes went up to Boise and took care of Boise State, and then Iowa State beat UNLV. I don't, 21-20 is not really taking care of. <laughs> it's kind of sneaking out. Yeah. You, you, it's a you tough place it. to win. Blue turf. Yeah. feel like you're drowning in water or something. Yeah. Birds die there. No, but yeah, Big 12 had a pretty good day. So there's that. Not that I really care. No. I mean, hopefully we're just riding this way for about another two years. Heading and, back and, east. And we're, we're somewhere else. So, and I guess, I mean, that, that leads us into talking about heading back east in the Big 12. WVU goes to Norman Saturday night, primetime, 730 ABC. Are you Line. the one in Norman? Donnie fucking Nealon. <laughs> Just kidding. You got I had to do Line, that. line set. <laughs> line set. 
WVU plus 19 and a half. I heard it's down to 16 and a half now. I would 19 say and a half. 19 and a half. I would Ultimate play disrespect. I would is, play is Oklahoma open. all day. They're going to beat us by four touchdowns, but you heard it here first. Uh, I don't know. I mean, nope. Diddy and I were convinced that our line problem and stuff that we were going to lose last week. and I called the win. You did call the win. Only because you didn't want all three to be for Vox. You know what? I knew VT, VT wasn't that good. They're, they oh, weren't yeah. impressive. He knew Daggy was improved, though, at the beginning of the year, too. Did you put money on it then? I did not. Um, you don't bet on the Mountaineers. Yeah, I've learned that the hard way. Never put money in on the shit you're invested in. I'm sure you probably do every week. And no, I bet. I bet. Heartbroken. I bet once on them. I've got us winning over six games. I would have thought that'd be. I mean, looking at it, I, it's I would be tight. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, but I mean, I had to. I mean, you had to put that bet in before the be season tight. started. So I don't disagree. I mean, had we lost yesterday, we were going to lose four out of the next five. Oh, absolutely. And I wholeheartedly believe that. Who would we have lost to? Uh, Oklahoma. We had a lot. Shit, hang on. Let me get the thing. I'll call. I'll call them out for you. Let me find my schedule here. We would have lost to Oklahoma. Uh, we would have lost to Baylor, probably would have lost at TCU, and then Iowa State will beat us. Uh, Texas Tech's probably one it's up in the air. We lose one we're not supposed to all the time, so figure that out. But and that's, uh, that's the following weekend, right, at home? That's, that's at the home. October yeah, second. I'm hearing October that's going to be a 3.30 kickoff. That's what they say it was set for. Okay. We'll take it. Better than a so, noon game. But. So heading to Norman, I mean, it, it's looking like, and I, I mean, I said it, and I said it that Oklahoma always loses a game or does, it looks awful early. They've looked awful for two games. I lied back in 2019. They looked awful against Kansas and Houston, and then they shoved it up our rectum. So it's uh, I don't know. I mean, this Oklahoma this Oklahoma team isn't your typical Oklahoma team. One, their defense isn't very good, no. but our offense isn't very good. Our offense could be good, but there's got to be a change made. <laughs> well, their defense our was offense could to be, be good. better. Well, they're not. Their so offense. That's was, where we are. That's disappointing. Our quarterback was supposed to be good, but he isn't. So that's where we are too. <laughs> a lot of things are supposed to be certain ways, but they're not always as it's supposed to be on fucking paper and in writing. If if. In butts were candy and nuts. It'd be Christmas all year round, right? I could lie and tell you Yost is a model and put that in writing and you read it and people may believe it's true and then you meet Yost and you say, hey, this guy doesn't look like a model. No no smash on your looks or anything. Gee, but I'm just saying, you can say what yeah, you want to say on, about I'm people. not going to be on GQ Magazine. Hey, you can say what you want to say about people. I mean, obviously, we were certainly lied to all offseason with the, with the rumors of our quarterback being so much improved and ready to have a breakout season. I think he was even on a couple of awards watch lists that you texted me about every time they'd fucking pop up. And what did I tell you? Can't wait to see Garrett Green. If we give him a shot against Oklahoma, maybe we do some different things. If we go in and let this guy continue to run that offense, I think we're in trouble. But I think we have a shot to win Saturday. What's the key to the game? What's the key to a win? I mean, besides besides the quarterback play. Uh, keep the If you're going to play him, keep it out of his hands. Don't put anything to where he, he has to. And by keep it out of his hands, I mean keep it on the ground, throw nothing but quick hitters. But, I mean, hell, even a quick hitter looked hard for him to do on Saturday. But uh, you can't let it come down to 
having to depend on him late for anything. I don't think he's built for the moment. Certain people are. I don't think he is. I don't think he's capable of winning a game of this and that's stature. Not a, yeah, that's not a slam on him. That's just from right, being a fan. I mean, he's, you don't. he's better than me. Right. You know, easy to be. But if you look at it, I don't think he's the man you want in that moment. Like, there's certain guys you want to go to the free throw line. Right. He's not the guy. There's certain people you want under center on a third and five, third and ten with the game on the line. He's no He's not the guy. I would rather reside with number six under center on a third and ten coming in fucking absolutely fresh, not playing a single down. I'd take him over that any day of the week. You know what I'd like to see? What's that? Put in green and just run the 2002 Rich Rod shit. Just try to run it down their throat. So you just go straight, pretty much straight zone reads, zone reads options. Do the RPO. The RPO worked a little bit against Tech. That's the play Sam James scored on. Right. Um. Yeah. Just take the take the air out of the ball and try to run it down their throat. Here's the thing. And not turn the ball over. Be nice. We've got big bad Letty Brown, the baddest man in Morgantown. You gotta feed him. You gotta feed him. And I think I think the key to this game, aside from the quarterback play, is how if Letty gets going early like he did against Tech, and you continue to feed him and play not not to play not to lose but to win the game, WVU wins by a touchdown. I just think you can frustrate a team like Oklahoma by keeping the ball away from. Well, them. and that's what I'm saying. I mean, if if you can get Letty going early, and this line feeds off of what they did against Tech and then goes into Oklahoma and feeds off that and and is able to win the line of scrimmage and Letty is able to do what Letty Brown has shown us he can do, we can win this game. But if we come in thinking we're going to air it out, thinking we're going to do something like that, we lose this game and we lose this game by three touchdowns. Limit limit our mistakes, win the trench, and rattle, rattle Spencer Rattler. Well, talking Ooh, about you should trademark that. Rattle Rattler. Rattle Spencer Rattler. Spencer Spencer Rattle. That should be the headline yeah. when we win. Spencer yeah. Rattle. I think if we can get after him the way we got after Tech on Saturday, I think we I think we give ourselves a really really good shot. Well, and let's I mean let's talk about you say limit mistakes. Tech. Their first touchdown was penalty, 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 and let them drive. I think they gained like 60 yards and 30 of it was in penalties yeah there was that questionable personal foul it was questionable um i think we jumped off sides and might have been a pi mm-hmm. yeah well, so i mean we uh, don't play clean though i mean the whole thing with brown is he's so detail oriented and he never leaves any anything untouched we're a mess we're undisciplined we get a fucking delay a game when we're trying to punt how do you do that 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 that's a good question. Get one of your buddies in the media. It's punt. It's fourth and long. You're punting. How do, how's the punt team not ready? How do you get a delay of game on a obvious punting situation? Right, and that's that's Please. what I didn't get because we didn't we we kept our offense out there. We didn't run our punt team out immediately. It's kind of like uh, should we punt? Yeah, we punt. The f- you punt there. It's too early in the game. It was the first quarter, wasn't it? First or second quarter. Sec- I think second quarter. The funny thing about that, though, is he then 
proceeds to go in there and kicks it down to the opposing team's three. So had we not gotten that penalty, it would have been, been a touchback. touchback. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what my dad said. He goes, he said, "See, I told you, Brown knows what he's doing." He said he took that penalty because he 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 knew it was going to be a uh, a touchback. We get delayed. I, I you know people used to rag on Holgerson for clock management. Rightfully so, he was terrible at it. Sometimes we get more delay of games than any team I've ever seen, and it's not like. You know, sometimes moving the ball down the field, you move the chains and the clock, they start the clock too fast. It's hard to get everyone down there and it happens, but No, this is late substitutions <laughs> with 10 seconds on the on the snap clock. We get them off of timeouts too. Yeah. I'm mean, it's it's unacceptable. I they got to clean some stuff up. I'm not impressed. The shine on Neil Brown is wearing off for me. And that's hard to say after beating a rival, but the product we are a getting right rival. now. Yeah, I mean tech Tech's not very good. Let's be real. The they're not going to be ranked at the end of the no, year. No, they're not no. going to be ranked in three weeks. No, we were five and zero and ranked like second, and finished the fucking season five and six. Well, that's, or, that is know, true. Something like that. So let's not play too much into that ranked card. They still received more votes for the top twenty-five than us. They got forty-nine. We got nineteen. So it's not like our respect level went up. Any you want to get respect right. though? Beat beat Oklahoma <laughs> on Saturday. It's not going to happen. But you know, I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You want to go ahead and let's call Saturday's predictions. Let's call Saturday's predictions, Diddy. What do you got? I'm gonna take us 24-21. Ooh, eat that crumb. Spencer rattled. Is I that going to be I the think, headline in the? I Gazette? think we get after him. I think you. Uh, I think we finally get to C six, get a little more run, and I think you're going to find out what he's got. Forty-eight to seventeen, Oklahoma. Oh my God. Yeah, we're gonna get destroyed. Mm. I may go buy a Cohiba for this. And then I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna egg your house after they win. I will eat a pile of shit if we win the game. <laughs> Human or dog? Because <laughs> I'll oh, oh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put together a nice <laughs> diet on go Saturday. To, go to Taco Bell and drink some uh, Keystone yeah. Light. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put together a nice diet for Saturday. Then that'll be the soup for the the pre meal soup. <laughs> and everybody can, just quit listening to the show. I think we can win this game, man. I think we can win it, but I think we're going to lose 32-24. I just don't see it, guys. I, I, I do I think, not. I think our defense is going to keep us in the game, but when it comes down to it, we're not going to be able to pull it you out. You know, they're, they're like, well, West Virginia's coming to town. We're, we'll get well against them. It seems to happen every year. And you know what? I hope they think that way. Well, I, you know, what? crazier yeah. things have happened, but I want uh, to see just us not win. very good. I want to see us – well – Defensively, we're great. We're above average. Uh, I'll, but offensively, again, there's no identity on offense. We need to find identity on offense, and I'm I'm with Durrett. I think we know our identity where where it lies, but it's got it's got to be moved. It, it's it's got to go in that direction. It's got to progress into something that brings a spark, and. Dayy's not the spark. For everyone saying that you have to keep playing him, my question to you is why? And the response you're met with most times is because he's the best they've got, and that's what the coach plays, and the coach says the other guy's not. Obviously, he he doesn't trust him to throw the ball. To that, I say, okay, if that's the best we have, that best isn't very fucking good. And – it's 
mistake riddled. There's too many overthrows, too many underthrows, too many bad balls thrown, too many floaters, too many fumbles, uh, not being heady of what's going on in the game as advertised or shown with the Maryland third down and 11, and he runs with 12 yards in his in his front view, and he falls down like a rolls. clown, like a rodeo clown. And I just, at this point to me, at this point to me, if that's the best that you have, he's probably not going to win you anything that I don't think Green can do behind him. Maybe not passing the ball, but I think Green can get it done in other ways, and he gives you other other looks and other avenues to explore that makes your offense maybe more exciting, maybe a little bit more dynamic, and it might be the change of pace that you need to catch fire. Because this right now that you're playing with, you're not catching fire, buddy. We got a fucking game breaker who's running underneath routes all day and can't get the ball thrown his way in Winston Wright. If you have playmakers like that, you have to get the ball to them, and it's not being done. What about Ford Wheaton? You got to find some way to get him the ball. ball. I I want to. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I and he had his struggles last year. But get Sam James the ball more too. He's made a couple plays this year. They seem to look for James more than any other receiver on the team. But if you have these guys and you have these playmakers, you have to figure out a way to get him the ball. And I just don't think that's the best option. And if you're going to tell me that Green can't throw a 10-yard slant route or an 8-yard out or a 6-yard curl or a fucking button hook or something, I'm going to tell you he probably shouldn't be playing on a D1 level. I think every kid who's a quarterback can throw the passes that Jarrett Daigie's throwing and he can probably throw the deep ball better than Daggy's throwing now because first play out of the gate yesterday, we should have had a touchdown. And the ball that you said was so nice to Wheaton, go back and look at it. He stops and comes back. Yeah, he underthrows him. You can live so with he, that, though. No, I mean, that was but, a but play. Here's the he, thing. Even, he left even, it up there for him. I'm even, not going to hate on him for even that. Even his great throws aren't good. Well, I, <coughs> here's my thing. I'm, I totally agree with you, and it's mainly because – Deggy turns the ball over. I've said it probably ten times this show. He doesn't give you a chance to win if he turns the ball over. And you put Garrett Green in there, and I, maybe he is not Tom Brady passing the ball, but where he has mobility, you can chop the playbook down a little bit, use his wheels, and simplify some things for him. It doesn't have to be that zone read becomes a threat. And zone not. read becomes a threat. RPO is a little bit more dangerous. How many plays do you think we ran with Pat? Pat White. Yeah. How many plays do you think were in that playbook? I'd say honestly, I'd say no more than fifteen to twenty. I know. I know. They there was probably more than that, but I know what you're saying. I mean, it was I, pretty basic. It was I, pretty I'm, simple. I'm thinking. I'm thinking in my mind. I'm thinking the the Pat White playbook was probably twenty five plays with five or six different plays intermixed in all 25. Like all 25 plays had five to six different options you could feed. So you have a 25-play playbook, but but within, multiple, the, within that scheme, there's multiple plays that come off of said formation and play, and he reads it and looks for it and finds it, and he was very good at it. He was good at it, and, that, and that's one thing that I think we've – we, and I mean college football, have gotten away from is quarterbacks call, making the call. Now it's all they're all check with me's. 
It's all pre-snap, and, right? Yeah, and it's all looked over sideline. They tell you what you know what play it is, and that's what you run. Well, Rich Rod, he called out every play. Yeah, but I mean, I th- there might I have been. He, some I think audibles, he allowed. But, I think he allowed Pat to audible and and read. You know, a little bit. Maybe, maybe. I I'm with you though. I you can you can strip this thing down, go bare bones with a mobile quarterback, and just try to run it. Then work in maybe some play action. Deep ball is not a very complicated play. No. Guy's got to beat his man on the outside. It. I thought we went away from that too much Saturday. It looked to me like our guys were were um, better than the Tech defensive backs, and we chose to stop. Well, let's. I mean, let. Sam James toasted that guy off the line all game long. Yeah, no, that's what he's, I said. He's, he, he's a good seven steps ahead of him, and the ball is just it's thrown so disgustingly bad. He overthrew him. Shoot. He overthrew right, too. Well, Winston Winston could have almost had an accidental deep ball touchdown when Deggy threw that one away if he would have looked back and saw it floating in the end zone and, and picked up speed and took off. But I don't know. I'd like to see us win. I think I think it's a winnable game. I think we could do it. We'll just have to see. Take the points in the Sooners. <laughs> Fuck you, Crumb. So I hope I'm I hope I'm wrong. How do you take your I'm plate wrong. of shit, refrigerated or fresh? <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, let's get into it. Beer of the week, sponsored by the Pallet Bar in Taze Valley. Go see uh, go see our favorite bartender Donovan. Tell her the guys from Section Three or Four sent you. Go get you a cold West Virginia beer. I got a couple. But go, go ahead, Diddy. Diddy, who are you giving? Lenny to? Brown and Bartlett. Okay. Crumb. I have to give it to Bartlett. Um. Mainly, he had he had three of the biggest plays of the game. I agree. Um, but on offense, let's give it to the O line. O line has been hearing hearing it lately and they i thought they stepped up and played pretty well so hopefully you know that there's some new pieces there and it sometimes it takes a few games for the cohesiveness of an offensive line to develop hopefully this is a step in the right direction and we are handing the ball off more to number four Uh, maybe running number six too wouldn't mind seeing that well i'm giving mine you know bartlett's the obvious choice but you know i'm going to get real generic and go giving it to the whole defense there for that last that last series put in the shit position shit situation you've been on the field a lot longer on in the game than what you should have you know it was nut up or shut up and do you hear what brown said after the game what they knew what they were running we were really? ready for that yeah they work with the steelers the steelers have some drill they do and it's primarily focused in uh, two-point conversion situations and heat. Our defense knew what Tech was going to run. So it was all scripted. Yeah, they knew. They they saw the look. They knew what they were going to try to do. Well, awesome. So that makes it even better that they were able to pick that out. Yeah. And That's impressive, so man. I'm giving but it to he, the defense. he gave it all to the players, though. The players are the ones that saw it. Right, and yeah. called it. Yeah. yeah. So defense, and then, of course, I've got to give it to, uh, to our man Letty. I mean – he he's shown he, he's he's our workhorse, I think. And, and how about the run he had where he drugged like eight guys? I loved it. And, and that's the, yeah, 
and, and that again is starting up front and letting him get his get his motor going, and then you know just hang on and ride me. Hey Neil, I know you're not listening to this. I wish he was. But if the crowd is chanting Letty at the two, give it you to give Letty. him the damn ball four times if you have to. Because if Letty Brown scores, Game's the ro- roof of that place is off. Well, text place done. blows up. Yeah, and text done. So put that in your pocket, buddy, for next time. Well, I guess we'll, uh, we'll get ready and get out of here. Go finish watching this uh, Kansas City-Baltimore game. Mahomes just broke one off, so uh, 14-7. My fancy team's done already. But WVU, Oklahoma, Saturday, ABC, 730. See you next week. I wish we got Gus Johnson on the call. <laughs> <laughs>